听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read， 我是沈听。让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。今天我们将会听到德国哲学家黑格尔的一句话，德国诗人席勒的一首诗歌《The Proverbs of Confucius》，孔夫子的箴言，以及由中国当代著名哲学家汤一介所写的文章《知行合一论》（On the Unity of Knowledge and Practice）。More to read， 用文字抒发感情。用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。An idea is always a generalization, and generalization is a property of thinking. To generalize means to think. Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. 一个想法总是一种概括，而概括是思维的一种特性。概括就是思考。黑格尔·格奥尔格·威廉·弗里德里希·黑格尔出生于1770年 ，1831 年去世，德国哲学家，曾任柏林大学，也就是今天的柏林洪堡大学的校长。黑格尔时代略晚于康德，是德国19世纪唯心主义哲学的代表人物之一，也是德国古典哲学的代表人物之一。他对德国的国家哲学做了最系统、最丰富和最完整的阐述。许多人认为，黑格尔的思想标志着19世纪德国唯心主义哲学运动的顶峰，对后世哲学流派如存在主义和马克思主义的历史唯物主义都产生了深远的影响。An idea is always a generalization, and generalization is a property of thinking. To generalize means to think. Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. 一个想法总是一种概括，而概括是思维的一种特性。概括就是思考。黑格尔。The Proverbs of Confucius, Frederick Schiller. Threefold is the march of time, while the future slow advances, like a dart. The present glances, silent. Stands the past sublime. No impatience e'er can speed him on his course. If he delay, no alarm 
no doubts impede him. If he keep his onward way, no regrets, no magic numbers, wake the tranced one from his slumbers. Wouldst thou wisely and with pleasure pass the days of life's short measure? From the slow one counsel take, but a tool of him ne'er make. Ne'er, as friend, the swift one know, nor the constant one as foe. Threefold is the form of space, length, with ever restless motion, seeks eternity's wide ocean. Breadth with boundless sway extends, depth to unknown realms descends. All as types to thee are given. Thou must onward strive for heaven. Never still or weary be. Wouldst thou perfect glory see? Far must thy researches go. Wouldst thou learn the world to know? Thou must tempt the dark abyss. Wouldst thou prove what being is? Nought but firmness gains the prize. Nought but fullness makes us wise. Buried deep, truth ever lies. Kong Shi 任何后悔，任何魔术，也不能使静止的移动一步。你若要做一个聪明而幸福的人，走完你的生命的路程，你要对未来深谋远虑，不要做你的行动的工具，不要把飞逝的现在当作友人，不要把静止的过去当作仇
，可以使你明辨世事。真理常常藏在事物的深底。我们刚才听到的这首诗歌《The Proverbs of Confucius》，孔夫子的箴言，出自德国著名诗人席勒。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由南海之声的主持人米亚牛为您朗诵，由钱春启翻译。席勒于1759年出生于德国的马尔巴赫 ，1805 年去世，德国著名的诗人、作家、哲学家。历史学家和剧作家，是德国启蒙文学的代表人物之一。我们今天读到的这首诗的第一部分呢，作于1795年；第二部分作于1799年。中国有着丰富的思想文化宝库，在善于哲理思辨这一点上，中华民族和德意志民族有着极为相似的地方。17世纪时，来中国的传教士把孔子等中国著名哲学家的思想带入欧洲。引起了伏尔泰、狄德罗、卢梭、歌德等一大批思想家和文学家的极大兴趣。爱好哲理思考的席勒，从孔子的思想中悟出了他自己对人生的看法，并写下这首诗来勉励自己，也勉励他的同胞。诗的第一部分是对孔子在《论语·子罕》中的一段话的解释、理解和发挥。这段话说：“子在川上曰。”逝者如斯夫，不舍昼夜。席勒则把时间分成三种类型：未来姗姗来迟，现在迅速飞逝，过去静止不动。这也就是说，要争取美好的未来是一件很不容易的事，要付出艰苦的劳动。当你在努力争取的过程中，往往会感觉同争取的目标相差实在太远，从而产生急躁情绪。但是欲速则不达，于是席勒告诫人们，要对未来深谋远虑，要坚定地走完自己生命的路程。至于现在，他总是转瞬即逝，这也是不以人的意志为转移的，他的飞逝任何力量也阻挡不了。席勒告诫人们，不要把飞逝的现在当作友人，老抱着不放，要着眼于未来，要有不断创新的开拓精神。而过去则是继承事实，他既抛弃不了，也回避不了。唯一的办法就是正视过去，从中得出经验教训，为现在和未来服务。诗的第二部分依据的主要是孔子的两段语录，一段是《论语·雍也》中的“力不足者，中道而废，今汝化”，另一段是《论语·公也长》中的。敏而好学，不耻下问。席勒由此而阐发了他对知识的看法。他把知识比作具有无限长度、宽度、深度的空间。从长度来说，就是要有明确的目标，要去奋力争取，不可中道而废；从宽度来说，就是要有宽阔的眼界，有全面的知识；而从深度来说，就是要刨根问底，弄清事物的本质。通过这一比喻，旨在告诉人们学无止境的道理。但是诗人又告诉人们，尽管知识是无限的
，恒心却可以使你达到目的。诗的最后两句是对“敏而好学，不耻下问”的观点的发挥。席勒所说的“真理常常藏在事物的深底”，正是要求人们采用一切方法来发掘出深藏在表面现象背后的真理。席勒喜欢在他的诗歌中进行哲理探讨。他在这首诗中将东方的哲学思想同西方的思维逻辑结合起来，用以表达他自己的进取精神。孔子的思想经他一发挥，不仅更容易为欧洲当时的人们所接受，而且也显得更加系统、更加完整，成为东西方文化的一种融合。The Proverbs of Confucius, Frederick Schiller. Threefold is the march of time, while the future slow advances. Like a dart, the present glances. Silent stands the past sublime. No impatience e'er can speed him on his course. If he delay, no alarm, no doubts impede him. If he keep his onward way, no regrets, no magic numbers, wake the tranced one from his slumbers. Wouldst thou wisely and with pleasure pass the days of life's short measure? From the slow one counsel take, but a tool of him ne'er make, ne'er as friend the swift one know, nor the constant one as foe. Threefold is the form of space, length, with ever restless motion, seeks eternity's wide ocean. Breadth with boundless sway extends, depth to unknown realms descends. All as types to thee are given. Thou must onward strive for heaven. Never still or weary be. Wouldst thou perfect glory see? Far must thy Researches go. Wouldst thou learn the world to know? Thou must tempt the dark abyss. Wouldst thou prove what being is? Nought but firmness gains the prize. Nought but fullness makes us wise. Buried deep, truth ever lies. Kong Fu Zi 的箴言，弗里德里希·席勒。时间的步伐有三种：未来姗姗而来迟，现在像箭一般飞逝，过去永远静立不动。当他缓行时，任怎样急躁，也不能使他的步伐加强。
当他飞逝时，任怎样恐惧游移，也不能使他的行程受阻；任何后悔，任何魔术，也不能使静止的移动一步。你若要做一个聪明而幸福的人，走完你的生命的路程，你要对未来深谋远虑，不要做你的行动的工具。不要把飞逝的现在当作友人，不要把静止的过去当作仇人。空间的测量有三种：它的长度绵延无穷，永无间断；它的宽度辽阔万里，没有尽处；它的深度深陷无底。他们给你一种象征。你要看到事业垂成，必须努力向前，不可休息，绝不可因疲乏而静止。你要认清全面的世界，必须广开你的眼界。你要认清事物的本质，必须审问追究到底。只有恒心可以使你达到目的，只有博学。可以使你明辨世事。真理常常藏在事物的深底。汤一介是中国当代著名的哲学家、国学大师、哲学史家和哲学教育家。他出生于一九二七年，一九五一年毕业于北京大学哲学系，二零一四年去世。那么，在今天的节目中，我就要为大家选读一篇由汤一介所写的文章《知行合一论》。这篇文章选自汤一介的《论中国传统哲学中的真善美问题》一文中。文中，汤一介提出。中国哲学常以三个基本命题来表达他们对真善美的观点，这就是天人合一、讨论真的问题及宇宙人生的根本问题；知行合一、讨论善的问题及做人的根本道理；情景合一、讨论美的问题及审美境界的问题。而知行合一与情景合一这两个命题是由天人合一展开，而对宇宙人生不同侧面的表述。在《再论中国传统哲学中的真善美问题》一文中，汤一介把中国哲学中的三大哲学家与德国古典哲学的三大哲学家做了对比，借此说明孔子、老子、庄子在真善美问题上的不同，同时也说明中国哲学和西方哲学在这个问题上的不同。好，下面呢，就让我们一起来读一下由汤一介所写的文章《知行合一论》（On the Unity of Knowledge and Practice）。英文版本由林威翻译。知行合一论，汤一介。On the Unity of Knowledge and Practice by 汤一介。关于知行问题
。一般中国哲学史著作往往从认识论角度去分析它，但在中国传统哲学中，它更是一个伦理道德问题。认识论问题如果不与道德修养问题相结合，就很难成为中国哲学的一个部分而流传下来。因此，认识论问题往往与伦理道德是同一问题。故中国古代哲学家主张，在社会生活中，不仅有知、认识的问题，而且更重要的是行、实践、身体力行的问题。The issue of knowledge and practice has usually been approached from an epistemological perspective. In traditional Chinese philosophy, however, it poses even more a problem of ethics and morality. Historically. If the epistemological issue has not been linked to the ethics, it would not have been passed down as part of traditional Chinese philosophy. The issue of knowledge and ethics are therefore often closely integrated. That is why ancient Chinese philosophers advocated that man should not only seek knowledge, but must also pay special attention to conduct or practice. 至于善。虽然各个不同的阶级或阶层、集团甚至个人的看法不同，所立的标准各异，但在中国传统哲学中，重要的哲学家大都认为知和行必须是统一的，否则就根本谈不上善。尚书中说：“非知之间，行之为奸。” Despite different opinions on goodness, one thing is certain. That all the important traditional Chinese philosophers had always agreed that the unity of knowledge and practice must be regarded as a prerequisite for goodness, and to be pursued as an ideal. The Book of History says, "It is not difficult to know, but difficult to put it into practice." Mengzi 讲良知良能，所以恻隐之心，羞恶之心。辞让之心、是非之心这四端为人先天所固有，但要成为道德的仁义礼智，则必须把四端扩而充之。这点必须在道德实践中方可达到。所以孟子说：“凡有四端于我者，知皆扩而充之矣。若火之使然，泉之使达，苟能充之，足以保四海。”苟不充之，不足以事父母。According to Mencius, intuitive knowledge and intuitive ability, rooted in the consciousness of sympathy, shame, modesty, and justice, had to be applied morally before they could become the four crucial virtues: benevolence, righteousness, right, and wisdom as moral codes. As he said. These four virtues may be likened to the starting of a fire or the gushing out of a spring. When they thrive, the whole world is going to be benefited. If not, they cannot be used even to serve the parents. Xunzi 强调行为知的目的，但同时也承认知对行的指导作用。因此他说：“不闻不若闻之，闻之不若见之。”见之不若知之，知之不若行之。学至于行之而止矣，行之明也，明之为圣人。
Xunzi emphasized the practice as the purpose of seeking knowledge, at the same time also admitting that the guidance of knowledge provided for practice. He believed that hearing nothing is not as good as hearing something. Hearing something is not as good as seeing something. Seeing something is not as good as knowing something. Knowing something is not as good as practicing something. Learning culminates in practice, which leads comprehension, and he who comprehends things thoroughly is of saint. 大学讲三纲领八条目，也是说的知行的统一过程。至宋儒，程颐虽主张知先行后，但在道德修养方面，则认为知而不能行，只是未真知。The great learning also emphasizes the unity of knowledge and practice. Up to the Song Dynasty, although Cheng Yi advocated knowledge precedes practice, he still related the issue to its moral aspect, where any learning could not be regarded as true learning unless and until it was put into practice. 目前在中国哲学史的研究中，流行着一种观点。认为宋明以来的理学家谈论知行问题，总是把这个认识论问题和道德修养问题混为一谈，并认为这是中国古代哲学家的局限性和错误所在。这虽有点道理，但似有两点可以讨论。Prevalent in the study of traditional Chinese philosophy now is a viewpoint which asserts that since the Song and Ming dynasties, the new Confucians. When discussing knowledge and practice, often mixed up the issue with that of ethics, and insists that this is where the limitations and mistakes of ancient Chinese philosophers lay. Here, I feel that two questions deserve to be elaborated. 第一，宋明以来的理学家本来就不认为知行问题只是认识论问题，而认为知行问题之所以重要，正因为它关于道德修养问题。是个关乎善的问题，善必须体现在生活实践之中。所以，从理学家本身的立论上说，不存在把认识论问题与道德修养问题混淆在一起的问题。First, since the Song and Ming dynasties, the new Confucians did not regard knowledge and practice merely as an epistemological issue. It was regarded as an important issue precisely because it had always related to morality and benevolence, which had to be manifested in daily life. It is therefore irrelevant to assert that the new Confucians confused the issue of epistemology with that of morality. The R, 作为道德修养方面，知行合一的学说或知行统一的观点，不能说没有一点合理之处。不能认为全无积极意义。作为道德修养上的知行，从根本上说是不应割为两截的。王阳明所说的“知是行的主义，行是知的功夫，知是行之始，行是知之成”，应是中国古代哲学家对这一问题的较好总结。Secondly, as an issue of morality and self-cultivation. The theory of integration of knowledge with practice, and the viewpoint of unity between the two, cannot be said to have no reason and positive significance. Ethically, knowledge and practice cannot be separated into two ends. The remark made by Wang Yangming that knowledge is the guidance of practice, 
and practice is the actuality of knowledge. Knowledge is the beginning of practice, and practice is the accomplishment of knowledge. Could be seen as the best summary the ancient Chinese philosophers ever made on the issue. Today's program is over. Thank you for listening. I'm Shen Ting. We'll see you next time.